T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this uh, Tuesday morning. We're getting closer to the Eagles and those New York football giants, the divisional round of the playoffs. And the Eagles will be practicing today. Remember, it's a Saturday game. Today's like a Wednesday normally would be. So to practice. And, of course, we'll be all over finding out the status of some guys, Avante Maddox and and the such, and how they hold up. So Elliot's on the on the scene for that. Plus, uh, Tom Brady last night and the Bucs were just a disaster. I mean, they were abysmally horrendous. Perhaps Brady's last game. It probably should be, based on the way he looked. Worst playoff game ever from Tom Brady. One of Has the worst be, playoff right? games I've ever seen anybody play, James. Yeah, I'm with you. You know what? It reminded me of the end of Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl in the last year because his defense carried him, but he stunk. In the last year, I thought Brady was horrible last night. Also, uh, Flyers tonight, Anaheim, Sixers, Clippers, and a very busy show. Today on our show, you will hear Joe Giglio and Hugh Douglas, the new midday guys. That's a ten. That's right. That's at ten thirty. Ruben Amaro will join us. Mike Quick will join us. Rhea Hughes will join us. Ross Tucker will join us. You can as well. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Richie Rich. Joe. Hey, buddy. Snails can sleep for three years. That's pretty wild. Deep hibernation when the weather gets too extreme. Well, if they slept through that game last night, they were as entertained as we were because that thing was a bomb. I thought it was an entertaining game watching Tom Brady struggle. I felt bad for him. I know there's a lot of people out there anti-Brady. I'm pro-Brady. I I just thought, like, it was worse than Michael Jordan with the Wizards. Michael Jordan with the Wizards wasn't a bad player. Brady last night was bad. He was bad. He He looked fearful. Yeah. Uh, that interception that he threw, you know, it was sort of like a flinchy, ah, I got to get rid of it. Ah. That's the way he looked. And that's the way he looked when they lost those Super Bowls to the Giants because the pass rush was right. on him and it got in his head. That's that's what happens when you've got an O-line. They tried to bring a center back. You know, it just wasn't enough. Yeah, The Dallas Cowboys, wow, they dominated they, that They game. crushed them. They crushed and, them. And that's with their kicker missing four four extra points. <laughs> four the first four extra points. How how in the world yeah. did that happen? Un- unbelievable. All right, so if you want to react to last night's game and obviously the whole playoff setup, we now know, you know, Dallas versus uh, San Fran, Eagles versus the Giants, please do 215-592-9494. All right, a lot to do. John, let's tackle a major topic. A major topic around here. It has been all year. Frankly, it has been for two years. And it's the Jonathan Gannon thing. And I just got to say, floor is yours for everyone. Floor is yours to weigh in on Gannon, 
215-592-9494. I mean, I, I got to tell you, John, I've seen a lot in Philly sports, some, some really good, some really bad, uh, a lot in between. We have a history as a town, as a fan base, of getting a lot of things right about athletes and coaches and executives, and we have a history of getting a lot of things wrong about athletes and coaches and executives. I believe people have dramatically gotten wrong the Jonathan Gannon thing. I, I find it outrageous that so many people think he's trash and have trashed him along the way. I think he has been treated so incredibly unfairly. And I want to tackle it today as the Eagles get ready for the playoffs. Look, no one's more important in this playoff run than Hurts, and you'd probably list Sirianni next. Lane's in there somewhere because of his injury reality. But Gannon's high on the list. But, guys, I'm not saying he's Bud Carson. I'm not saying he's an all-time great, but I think he's pretty good. And I think the people that think he stinks are just flat-out wrong. John, the Jonathan Gannon thing. Talk to me. Jonathan Gannon, we don't give him a chance. Uh, It is inexplicable to me. And, well, I guess this all starts with we saw Buddy Ryan, we saw Jim Johnson do crazy stuff defensively. And it worked. It worked great. And so we expect more of the same, uh, you know, exotic blitz looks and that sort of thing. Jonathan Gannett, that's not his M.O., but he has there is no question that he has been successful at, at, at what he does, his approach, which is prevent the big plays above all else. And I think that we as a fan base need to accept that the game has changed enough that this new conservative approach that he takes, it absolutely works. And the numbers support that. Most most Eagle fans are so hard on this guy. And the Eagles were at the top of the league in, in almost every category defensively. You can, you can easily say this Eagles defense is more accomplished than any defense in the postseason. You know, if you ranked the, the, the defensive success – you know, we have the most, uh, numerically, the the best defense going. We were second in the NFL in ESPN's pass rush win rate. We had the third lowest average quarter, quarterback rating in the NFL. We, were, we gave up the fewest passing yards in the NFL. Second most quarterback hits. We know about the sacks. We yep. set sack records. Well, number one in the Eagles league and third, third most all time. Yeah. We, uh, we were... Uh, what the uh, fewest yards per play, 4.8 yards per play for the entire season that we were, that, that's what a defense is supposed to do, limit an offense. And we allowed the fewest yards per play for the entire NFL season. Yeah, I, I just find the narrative. I think it is outrageous how much people trash Gannon. Uh, guys, I'm not saying he's the best ever. I think he's pretty good. I think we're lucky to have him. Now, does he have good players? Yeah, he's got good players. How we helped him out a lot this year. And he's got much better players. But when you – I mean, look, we know they're average against the run. They finished 16th in the league against the run. But they also are – num- that's yardage. Yardage, yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's yardage, not per play. That's total yardage. But we know against the pass they were number one. So there's a give and take there. They value stopping the pass more. Right. Now, you can say philosophically that's a mistake. And look – Maybe that'll bite him in the playoffs. I mean, we'll find out. But I'm a believer in what he put together. Now, Seltzer, talk to me here. Because I know as we've done this show this year, you have, you're have you not, like, trashing Gannon, but you're not nearly as high on Gannon as John and I are. 
Why? Yeah, I, look, I was a, a flat-out Gannon hater. Last year, I thought he was actively bad at his job. Can I just say one thing? I think last year set in motion. Oh, how people feel this how year. How people feel I this agree. year. I, the and by is- the way, if you applied that all the time, that wouldn't be fair. Like, Doug Peterson 2017, a lot better than Doug Peterson 2016. Carson Wentz 2017, a lot better than Carson Wentz 2016. Jalen Hurts 2022. A lot better than Jalen Hurts 2021. If all we do is make our assessment based on our first impression of someone, that would be absurd. Anyway, James, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, he's better than I thought he was, but I I think you guys are giving him way too much credit. I I think he is way more a product of the talent on the field than of what he does. I mean, he doesn't ever really change anything. He always does the same thing no matter who he's playing. It's like, oh, this situation, I'm playing a backup quarterback who's never started a game before. Let's sit back and let him kind of do his thing or whatever. Like, adjust. Be different. Like, adjust to your opponent. The thing that made Belichick so great over all the years was he's like, all right, what offense am I playing? How do I beat those guys? That's what I'm going to do. Who's their best player? I'm going to take that dude out. Like, he never does any of that stuff. It's like, all right, let's line up and go play. And that's fine because they're super talented, but at no point have I seen Jonathan Gannon scheme them to a win or do anything creative or interesting. I I just, I'm not impressed. Let me ask one question, then we'll get right to the phones. John, I'm curious. And without a 15-minute dissertation on defense, because I know we can get really X's and O's nitty-gritty, is what James just said accurate? Is it as simple as line up and play the same way every play, every game? I, I don't think it is because I don't. E- I don't either. Right. That's we've a, seen you know them. what I mean. More no, simple I, I, than, than I know other what I know what you're defense. saying. But John, is it is what James just said accurate? Uh, we don't. It, it's just his philosophy. He is conservative by philosophy, and we don't do a lot of the unique things that you see other defensive coordinators doing. We're not stemming much before the snap. We're not you know rotating safeties much, but we do do that stuff, and I think we do it enough to keep the opposing quarterback on his toes and questioning what he's looking at at times. And, the, the, yes, the personnel helps incredibly. You just look at last year yeah. compared to this year. No question. But Jonathan Gannon does enough to make this defense incredibly successful. You don't have to overcomplicate it if you are doing as well as you're doing with the, the, the simplified approach. So I'll say one thing and then right to the phones. Actually, two things. Number one, Elliot Shore Parks told me this morning the Eagles blitzed more this year than San Francisco. That probably shocks people, but Elliot told me that's a fact. So for everyone that's like they don't blitz enough or they never blitz, just know San Fran, who's also a great defense, the Eagles blitz more. Okay, that's number one. Number two. And I think people know this, but let me just say it in case you've forgotten. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017, it wasn't like it was a Buddy Ryan, you know, Jim Johnson, we're going to send seven guys at you, rip your head off defense. While the Eagles blitz more than San Fran this year, it's not like the Eagles blitz a ton, but they're very effective at getting the quarterback and stopping the pass. Instead of blitzing, they're doing a lot of stunts. They do a lot of the ET yeah. stuff where you're twisting the D tackle yep. and the D end. And that's enough. Obviously, when, when you lead the NFL in sacks <laughs> and you set the Eagles all time record. And you're sacks, third most of all time. Enough. Third most sacks of all time. I look, there's there's a there's a mindset that I agree with. If if you give your players 
a game plan that they feel comfortable with, that they can go out there and just cut it loose because they're not, you know, over jumbled in their minds with all of these different assignments, it you play better. Guys play fast because Gannon has boiled it down to where they are most effective. And I think you have to give him credit for that. All right, let's go to the phones. I mean, it is a wide open, the floor is yours discussion on Jonathan Gannon. I don't get it. I think the town's been remarkably unfair to him. 215-592-9494. Maybe you think Richie and I have our head screwed on wrong. And maybe we do, but I don't think so. Let's go to Damon and Concha Hawken, who, uh, who kicks us off this morning. Good morning, Damon. What's going on, guys? Hi, Damon. Hey, so I love the conversation. I think um, defensively, it's the biggest question for this game. And what we have to do, I, I feel like, and I want to know what you guys think, and this goes right into talking about Jonathan Gannon and his adjustments he has to make, is are we going to be able to contain Daniel Jones? Is his game plan going to reflect the fact that last week or this on this wild card weekend, we saw him run all over the field. And when we played the Giants, we kind of weren't letting Hurts do his thing. And and you look at that, we have the more talented team all around with weapons and everything. I'm not afraid of the Giants' wide receivers. But what I'm afraid of is this game goes on, and at the end of the game, Daniel Jones has anywhere, even if he has anywhere close to the rushing yard yeah. that, that Hurts has, that's going to be whether we win or lose because they have to do what they have to do to contain him, and that's get the rush home. But then it's also Gannon making. Listen, sure there's no doubt. The Look, what, what you're, Damon, Damon, what, what what you're describing right. is is dead on. I mean, that's the challenge, and I and I do think the defense will be predicated first and foremost to trying to contain, honest to God, Daniel Jones even more than Saquon, and you know the edge guys are going to have to be very important to have contain. It's not going to be easy. I think, John, the fact that they face Jalen Hurts in practice probably helps because it's not like the Eagles face a statue in training camp and throughout the year when they practice. They face a guy that's got more wheels than Daniel Jones. Um, it's a challenge. I mean, John, what, I, what is yeah, the – Yes, assignment, assignment sound football when you're, when you're uh, getting upfield as a pass rusher, staying in your lane, keeping contain, you know, keeping that outside arm free. Uh, and and remember, when we played the Titans, there were times in that game where Ryan Tannehill would beat us on a third and long yeah. with his legs. And look, that's going to happen. It, that's That will occur at times. You have to try to minimize it as best you can. And it's all about just being disciplined. And and. It's it's a real positive that this team they they know what's ahead of them and and I agree with you I think it's more focused this game plan on hemming in Daniel Jones than it is stopping Saquon Barkley we don't prioritize no. stopping the run the way we do other things and and we are uh, Gannon will have them ready he's had them ready all year they've done a good job and and we just like to bag on this guy yeah. because he's not Jim Johnson and he's not Buddy Ryan. And he got off to a bad start. Well, no, yeah. I mean, that's a huge part of it. He got off to a bad start. Right. Huge well, part of it. And and so now you've got one season of mediocrity and, and yeah, it, it could have been better, but he could have had better players to no work question with. About when it. he was given better players to work with, Man, this thing came together, and we've been outstanding all year long. All right, Jonathan Gannon, do you believe in him or not? Has the, has the town treated him fairly? 
or not. Let's go to Sam and Glenside. Sam, what do you make of Jonathan Gannon? Sam A. Sam not ready to go. We go to Jeremy and Vineland. Hi, Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Hey, Jeremy. How you doing? Good, Great. buddy. All right, Jeremy, Jonathan Gannon, do you believe in him or not? Oh, no, because I'm a Giants fan. So right, hold on, hold on. Not now, not now. <laughs> we'll get back to you. We're not taking you as a second call. Steve in Egg Harbor Township. Steve, you're on WIP. Yeah, I'm extremely nervous about Jonathan Gannon because um, if he plays his soft zone, the Giants have already shown in the last two games against the uh, Vikings that they can go on 17 and 20 play drives. And if they play this soft cover zone and the Giants go into max protection and they use Barkley the way I would use him, little dump off passes, get him involved in the game, and then he's little short covered pay, you know, these short uh, passes over the middle, uh, we could be in trouble. This is not a gimme game. I believe we're going to win. But it's not, it's not gotta, a gimme game. It's yeah. got to be a little more aggressive to me, I think. Well, it's not a gimme game. And if anything, I think it. See, people aren't going to like to hear this, John. I think it's actually the opposite of aggressive when you're facing Daniel Jones. It's it's more about containing than it is. I, I don't, John. Talk to me. Is it a more aggressive game or a less aggressive game? Given that he can do all those bootlegs. Well, I I think you have to mix the coverages, and and that's thank what, you what he's talking about here. Uh, what we saw. In the second half of the season, when we were banged up in the secondary, we watched Jonathan Gannon not showing confidence in the in in all of the DBs. So you can't run man, uh, you know, extensively when you don't trust everyone to hold up in man on their little island. And I think now that you have C.J. Gardner Johnson back and in, in that slot, he will show more confidence. He knows he has to mix the coverages to try to get inside Daniel Jones's head. Joe, I look when you have a quarterback who runs, man is not the best, the the best coverage right. to to you know turn to uh, you know more. So yeah, I think we'll see a lot of zone, uh, but I think it'll it'll be a mix. It should be a nice mix, and and I do think we'll disguise things, which. We haven't done that much of this year, but when we have shown it, guys have been effective. I, I, One thing real quick. Yeah. Can I jump in real quick? Please yeah. do. The thing Go that ahead. concerns me also is, you know, they uh, we played their second and third stringers the last game of the season. We have not been playing our best football as of late, and I understand Minshew was in there a couple games. But that Wink Martindale showed some things against our guys last week with second and third stringers blitzing and getting home. Uh, he worries me, too. So I think it's going to be a very, very close ball game, and I think we're going to be biting our fingernails and maybe our toenails in the fourth quarter. I <laughs> am very concerned <laughs> about yeah, – down there. That's funny. Uh, Joe, uh, only – our bit, uh, blitz pickup has been the biggest concern for me this year. And Wink Martindale, you know, he's got that on tape. While we were holding back and, and trying to show as little as possible uh, in our last game of the regular season – the biggest issue I have is that it doesn't look like our offensive line knows who they're picking up all the time, and Wink is going to capitalize. Well, on that. so that's, we have to shut that down. That that's got to be extra meetings all week this week, making sure guys know who they've got, making sure guys communicate the calls, because they had so many free hitters in in week eighteen. Yeah, they sure did. Let's go to Anthony right now, in South Philly. What's up? What's going on, Anthony? Hi, buddy. How are you? Hi, John. Hey, Anthony. Uh, Joe, listen, I'm not feeling too good, but you're making me get out of my sickbed to call you with this. I think you do it on purpose to me. Um, first of all, see these stats with this guy? Let me tell you, stats lie. 
If you go by stats, last year the Eagles had a top ten defense. I think anybody that's got a half a brain knows they didn't. No, that that's a that's a fair point. I mean, they, they again okay. this year did not face a a bevy of good quarterbacks. So obviously okay. their statistics are enhanced exactly. by facing some bad offenses. That you is know, true. The stats yeah. also tell you Carson Wentz was a top fifteen quarterback the last three years, and we all know he's a bum. All right, so let me get on to this now because I got about five or six points because I'm sick of hearing about this guy how great he is. All right. And I told you before, Joe, I made a prediction. And I'm sticking by it. If we lose, it's going to be because of him. I don't care about blitzing. See this narrative that everybody wants him to blitz, Jim Johnson's defense, all that? That's nonsense. They don't have to blitz. They got sacks coming out their rear end. They don't need that. All right? They, all they got to do is play tighter coverage, various coverages, and press the, the receivers more instead of letting them run free down the field uh, five and ten-yard passes all day. Uh, let me give you an example. Dak Prescott, 77% against us, okay? He was 24 for 24 against his own. You can't do that against air, all right? He was 3 for 11 against man, but yet he insists on playing his own. The Washington game, did he scheme out of the wrong problems? No. How he ran out and got him a, a two all pros to help him. He's playing with a pat hand at every level of the defense. His third down conversions are near 50%. That tires out your defense and makes your offense go cold sitting on the sideline, okay? And let me tell you another mistake he's making that he better correct soon. When we go to dime defense, he don't take T.J. Edwards off the field. He's getting cooked covering running backs and tight ends. He should have Tazier Way out there who's more agile and, and faster, and he's not doing that. And let me tell you who agrees with guys like me. Ray Dittinger, Seth Joyner. Jason Avant. Not Ray. Seth, 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 Seth does, but I'll tell you I'll tell you this, Anthony. We had Ray on the show and we have some audio and we can play it later today. Ray thinks the town's been very unfair to Gannon. He was very clear about with that well, with us a week or two ago. Now let me give you a, a But Seth, a, Seth go, go, certainly agrees with you. <laughs> go to go to uh, 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 Rob Ellis's podcast with Barrett Brooks and uh, and 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 D Gunn and uh, it's called the uh, Ray Denger makes sense of the eight and one Eagles. And it, see what his response All is right. when he play that uh, clip when they ask him about Gannon's defense. All right, hey a- a- Anthony, I hope you feel better, man. Thanks, pal. All I right. appreciate. I don't you. remember. I, I can't think of plays off the top of my head where T.J. Edwards is out there getting burned by backs and tight no. ends. I thought T.J. Edwards no. this season has shown a real leap in his ability to get where he yeah. needs to be. That was the Michael Kendricks special. Michael Kendricks was the guy who couldn't. James, is that the Lions running back still open from Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, he's still running. Still running. That was brutal. Hey, we had to give away today a pair of uh, tickets to the Philadelphia Auto Show January 28th through February 5th. It's at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Tickets available at phillyautoshow.com. Again, that website, phillyautoshow.com. John, um, the television show The Monkees debuted on this date back in 1966. Fascinating concept. I mean, you got a band. It's a band that's, you know, uh, it basically like what a boy band became, you know, in the, in the 90s and 2000s. Uh, they were for their time. It was catchy music, and it, it turned into a TV show. It'd be like if NSYNC turned into a TV show around 2001 or whatever. Um, TV show about music. John, curious from your end, from Seltzer and everyone today, as we look to give away a pair of tickets to the Philadelphia Auto Show, because there are a lot of big answers for television shows and especially movies. TV shows or movies that are about music. I mean, music is, and here, let me just say this. I'm not necessarily looking 
I mean, matter of fact, I'm not looking for a musical that's about, uh, you know, uh, any topic that's like, if the musical is about making music, then that'll qualify. But it's a, if it's a musical that's unrelated to music, James, you understand? Like, give me an example. I can give you an exact example okay. of, of specifically what you're talking about okay. right now. It's a, a kid's movie. It's called Sing. And it is a movie where these animals sing. There you go. But it's literally about them putting on a show where they sing in the show. So it's that actually, would qualify. That would qualify. And the Pirates of Penzance is a musical. <laughs> exactly. It's about pirates. Yes, there you go. Exactly. All right. And Chitty Chitty Bang Bang would not be a qualifying answer. I don't even know what that's about, but it's not about music. I don't believe. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Know either, it's, but I think dude, it might be about me. I think it might th- have something to maybe. do with music. Maybe. 35 years ago I watched it. John, give me a great answer. A TV show or a movie about music. I stopped watching this halfway through. I thought Lady Gaga was just incredible. A Star is Born, and they've had a few incarnations of it, but A Star is Born, uh, Bradley Cooper was amazing, and Gaga, just a great movie. It's really, really good. It is, and and very sad in many ways. Seltzer, give me a great answer. Uh, I'll take this opportunity to, to, you weren't here. I mentioned this to Richie when I filled in for you last week. I saw Elvis, and I did not like it. I thought Same. it was super average wow. at best. I thought he yep. was great. Like the Austin Butler was phenomenal. He was, as a, he was a mate, like legit, legit amazing. Yep. I thought almost like the music scenes were fine, but on the whole, not a fan. Well, I disagree, but fair enough. Look, a lot, lot of ways to go here. One that hits me, a movie about music. I mean, Almost Famous was just spectacular. I mean, it was just the best. It was awesome. Well, let's find out what is the best today. A TV that show. That could be a, a Mount Rushmore joke. It could you be. You gave me all sorts of flack yesterday <laughs> for taking a top flight answer. Oh, by the way, speaking of yesterday's answers, we never did arrive at a conclusion of what the winning answer is because we, we were turning it into a Twitter poll question of the day today. We'll get to that next. Plus, also joining us next, the new midday show here on WIP. That, which will debut when we debut in the mornings. Joe Giglio and Hugh Douglas will be in the middays. And uh, those guys are, are going to join us next in studio for some extended time, plus all the phone calls. Someone makes sense of it to me. Why do you hate Jonathan Gannon? Or why do you think the people that hate Jonathan Gannon are wrong? Because a lot of people are wrong one way or the other. What say you? 215-592-9494. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie on WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.